following program is pre-recorded. Hi, from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, like it or not, if we are involved with any other people in our life, we are very likely to have conflict at some point. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> this is news to me. I've, I've even had conflict with myself at times, but that's a different <laughs> topic. But <laughs> at times, we will, well, we, we're going to need to know how to approach that if we want to mm. be reconciled to somebody else. So how do we mm. prepare to do that? Well, I have at times yearned for reconciliation and done everything I knew to do. And I can just say that at times you you think things will work and uh, it's not, it doesn't happen. But there are some things that on our part, at least, in fact, there's a wonderful scripture. It's Romans 12, 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So there's a part at which, if there is a serious conflict, um, we need to be committed to doing our part. We can't make others uh, reconcile or or literally even see truth. But so these are some thoughts that I would have. Um, In fact, we happen to have keys on conflict resolution that that are very interesting. It's a, a unique approach. But I, I think first is if, if you have a relationship that is um, decent, I mean, you could say, I am committed to this relationship or I, I am committed to do whatever is possible for reconciliation if at all possible, and and verbally say that. And then literally, you need to, we must be in prayer for everyone involved. And I would just say, Lord, um, please show me what the true, true issue is. Uh, reveal any personal wrong choices, um, errors I've made that um, I, I want to be honest and truthful about everything I say, and uh, would you prepare my heart and prepare the the other person's heart? And there's a wonderful scripture, search me, O God. It's a prayer. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. That's the last two verses of Psalm 139, a very poignant uh, psalm and chapter in in the Bible. Um, and then I would say, uh, prepare your heart for a, a meeting. Uh, dis- discern what is the root cause of the conflict. You know, examine. Um, your own expectations and anticipate possible uh, reactions. And I, th- I think it's helpful to pull somebody in who really is wise. I have a go-to person, uh, and I'll say, 
can you help me think through this? And, you know, what do you think might be a response? But you, and then you, you want to seek to, to understand what are the possible and positive solutions, but then plan for an alternative if negotiations uh, fail. Now, I would say you propose a time to talk face-to-face. And and you would say, I care about our relationship. If it's possible, um, is there a time that's convenient for you to talk? You know, I are, and you could say, I feel there are some unresolved issues that need to be dealt with positively. And then provide a private place away from people, away from distractions. And then you purpose to be honest, um, meaning take responsibility verbally for any actions because there is a huge advantage of admitting wrong because the other person if they think you're wrong well if you don't admit it then they're going to be resistant and just say I've come to realize I I was wrong in my attitude about blank or I I reacted not in a a positive way, but be specific because they're going to look for specifics and then um, realize that forgiveness is an issue, a huge issue, Um, and be willing to forgive any hurts and we can help with that. We have material, excellent material on forgiveness. That was one of my hardest things many, many years ago, and I learned to do that. And that that allows God the opportunity to reestablish a, a bond of respectfulness and possibly a bond for love. And... Um, There are a number of other points that one day I'll bring out, but those are preliminary things that are just vitally important. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches, and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. 
That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to hear from you and recommend some of our resources. Just talk to them about what uh, struggles you might be having, and they'll be happy to suggest a resource or two that will help you or maybe help you with someone else as you uh, deal with them and uh, a struggle they're dealing with. So let's uh, call them, and uh, you'll be able to get some resources into your hands pretty quickly. We have the Keys for Living, as June was speaking about, the topic of reconciliation. It's called Rebuilding the Broken Relationships. That's reconciliation, one of our Keys for Living, and customer support can help you with that. The number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If there's something going on in your life and you would like to talk with June about that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we also welcome your call to us at 800-Night-17. That's 800 N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and talk to you about what questions you have and uh, what kind of um, help, what guidance you would like to get from June on the program. We'll schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability in the next few days, so we'd like to hear from you and uh, talk to you about doing that. The number, again, 800-Night-17. That's 800-644-4817. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have a listener on WITK W-I-T-K in New York. This evening, we welcome Frank. Hi, Frank. Welcome to Hope. June, thank you. Um, may God uh, continue to lengthen the days of your ministry and your life. Um, I oh, think back you. to 20 years ago, thereabouts, maybe a little bit less, when I was working as a nurse's aide and I would uh, get out at 11, 11.30 and, and listen to Hope for the Night and mm. um, never realized, uh, fast-forwarding, I didn't know until recently that um, uh, the program still existed, And um, but I believe it was no accident that I searched you out and mm. uh, Jeff... Uh, called me, and I, I just quickly yes. told him my issue. So thank you for um, for being willing to hear me counsel, and um, may 
God receive the glory and maybe uh, be a blessing mm. to others who are experiencing such heartache that I am at this time. Yes. Well, Frank, it's an honor to talk with you. It's a, a blessing. That's why we're here to seek, at least, to present God's truth for today's problems. So, obviously, uh, you're challenged right now. So, what is going on? Well, uh, 23 months ago, my wife of nine years uh, served me divorce papers. And mm. um, when, excuse me, um, about 13 months ago, about nearly two years ago, uh, she said, um, I'm taking, at the time, six-year-old David and my... 17-year-old son who is um, illegitimate uh, it would be my stepson and I'm I'm leaving you Frank and um, I I thought that maybe it wouldn't be true mm -hmm. and uh, but um, I met my my wife back in 20, 2012, while I was teaching English in Novosibirsk, Siberia, Russia. Hmm. And wow. I know that um, uh, the, the Stoic, the, the, the um, Stoicism, the, um, uh, that's kind of seems in, in the Russian culture that when, when, uh, um, when a Russian tells you something, even if you may not like it, um, uh, they often do not waver from uh, what they plan to do. And mm. and I now was she, was she Russian? Yes, or, yes. So okay. um, mm. when I when I brought my my wife here to America it was other than going to Ukraine to visit her father or a relative. She had never left the former Soviet Union. And um, uh, so um, I, I'm in the, in the midst of, um, I, I call it a, a departure. I see that my wife departed from me as two Christians. Uh, who become one flesh. Mm. Uh, I don't believe there's such a thing as you can't separate one flesh. So I say that she departed from me. And I, I believe that um, as I've spoken to a few people, one my pastor and a few others, uh, that I believe that my, my wife is in a, a very uh, dark place spiritually. And I also believe that there is a um, um, there's a generational curse of divorce in both our families, um, and uh, I know that uh, um, I, I can't change my my wife's will to see this divorce through, but I love her and I will continue. Uh, to stand firm and, and pray 
and believe that um, uh, we 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 will we will uh, come together again. Um, in the natural, it seems probably impossible. My wife says she it's finished, and um, for what reason? Why is she that adamant? Well, I. I would I would say that um, the I I did not reveal to her two issues when we began our courtship and um, um, I had 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 to come back to the states um, shortly after I met uh, her at the time uh, and and I asked her pastor I said would um, should I give her name and alias in case I slip? I okay. Uh, I mean, I'll just refer to her as my wife. I okay. I asked. Yes, I asked um, uh, her pastor, and I had attended the church a few times, um, and that's where I met my wife. Um, can I, uh, Pastor? Would you? Um, what's the word? Would you? Um, Excuse me, for lack of a, I can't come up with the right word. I'm a teacher of English. Uh, <laughs> That's can okay. I simply get your blessing? You're okay to uh, ask ask my wife uh, if she would consider um, uh, developing a serious relationship. And the pastor, our pastor, said, I, "I think it's a good idea, Frank." Um, you will be in the states for maybe a few months and taking care of some business, and it'll give you both time to to pray and think about uh, uh, this relationship. And she said, "Yes, um, um, I, I will uh, consider um, praying about a serious relationship." And um, uh, when we uh, it was uh, a year and a half uh, after we met that we we married, and um, I have uh, been on antidepressant medications for for many years um, and do very well. Um, and uh, it did bring into the marriage uh, a pretty good amount of debt. And and I the the, the medication I I just didn't reveal to my wife because. Um, I felt like if it if someone has a um, a heart condition or something and they take uh, high blood uh, blood pressure medication, uh, that's acceptable. And if someone is has has had a history of depression and they take medication, that's acceptable. Um, we should not compare ailments, I guess. And I just mm-hmm. thought that it would be best not to tell her. And I wasn't trying to um, hold back any truth and then about the debt but she looked at both of those as lies and uh so that was but i i think that was always an issue in the in the back of her mind and then um um when um our uh when her son came to visit us uh back in july of 19 he was 2019, he was here for a month and went back home to to be with his father. And then um, uh, a year later, fast forward uh, to 
July of 20, and and uh, um, I'll call him uh, Sergey. Uh, mm-hmm. Makes a decision to yes to to come to America. I know that uh, my wife did not raise him. Um, he was raised by his father during our year and a half courtship, almost two years after we uh, courtship and marriage, uh, married for six months and then came to the States. Um, I had been in Sergei's company only a couple times. So mm-hmm. I know that my wife um, left uh, Russia with uh, a lot of heartache, knowing that I'm, I'm leaving my son and I haven't raised my son and I, mm. I hurt for my son. Uh, so when he, he came here uh, for the visit at the age of fifth, uh, almost 15 and a half, um, and fast forward uh, about nine months, and he's, uh, he's a little better than 16, and, and my, my wife, he's debating whether he wants to come here or not, and uh, you know, to to uh, uh, begin a new life, and uh, my wife says to me, um, um, "I'm very concerned for for my son. He he is. My sister has told me he's gotten in with the wrong crowd, mm. and uh, but in a period June of about one year, basically from the time he." He came to visit to the next summer when he came uh, to live with us and, so to speak, try life in America. Um, uh, so much had changed from uh, now he's smoking cigarettes and I don't know, just so much changed in that time frame from his from 15 and a half to 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. It was like bringing a stranger into our into our house and. Um, at this time, our son David uh, is uh, mm-hmm. six and a half years old, uh, and yes. uh, uh, my authoritative figure as the father and the head of the household was undermined. And I know that my my wife kind of pushed me aside. Uh, because she wanted to do everything she could to appease her son that she did not raise and and I was I felt somewhat kicked to the curb okay uh, th- this is very helpful for me to know as we talk um, we'll have to take a break here but we'll come back and uh, I'm just going to ask our listening audience to pray for you do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you That He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as precious and beloved to Him? So many of us have a distorted image of God, that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you believe. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, for yourself or for a loved one at junehunt.org. 
That's junehunt.org. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Well, we say that here. What do we mean by that? Well, if there is uh, information that we can get you, if you're struggling with something and there's an issue in your life you'd like to get help with, we can recommend resources for you. And then with uh, with that in mind and with the help that you have received uh, from the Lord, then uh, we would... We would want you to go forth and help someone else with the help that you've received. Uh, And we can help you with all the materials to do that. If you have questions or concerns about any of those topics that uh, might be of interest to you, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you to access the appropriate resources. Their number, again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to take a look at the full listing of our resources, just go to our website at hopefortheheart.org store and to find all of the titles that are there, all of our keys for living, uh, Bible studies, uh, books that have been released over the years. And again, that's all at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's return to our conversation with Frank. Well, my friend, when you've described, by the way, you you do describe things, uh, the circumstances excellently. And um, it's not easy because it sounds like you don't have um, as much control as you would wish to be able to be effective um, in light of the fact that um, she brought this um, the divorce papers to you and um, uh, what I'm hearing is uh, there is discrepancy as to what what you is it that what you can do or is it clear absolutely what 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 is she wanting for sure well she she certainly wants to you know to end the marriage um and um through uh during during this uh nearly 2 years when i would you know have David on on the weekends um, and how I pour into his life and and um, um, uh, June the situation has gotten 
to the point where the, we've had um, five adjournments. Uh, I think the the judge is trying to give me some favor. I had a um, a very difficult situation with my first attorney. I think they they did me wrong, and I I. Um, mm. Uh, simply got rid of them. I, I found a, um, a Christian attorney who I met with, and he decided he didn't want to take my case. Um, and uh, so now I'm, I'm in the midst of uh, finding another attorney, and the next court case is August 15th. But, June, let me let me just say this, that during the seven years of us being together, um, and um, I, I don't think um, the cultural difference was that was um, really an issue because my, uh, my, my wife's proficiency is in English is tremendous. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, a fairly good, um, uh, my level of Russian is fairly good. Um, I've traveled extensively throughout uh, Ukraine and Russia. I've done ministry work in both countries. I began studying Russian nearly 30 years ago. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, and it's been such a passion of mine. And and um, um, so I uh, I know that um, I I met my I met my wife at the age of 52. Uh, mm. She's 14 years younger than me. Um, God gave me the desire of my heart before He took me home. Before He takes me home, I used to put my head mm. on the pillow and sometimes cry and say, "The Lord, um, I would love to marry and and at least have a child." And God uh, gave that to me. And I feel mm. that um, I have uh, I have ruined it to a degree, and I know that. Um, uh, Years ago, I I felt that I was delivered from a spirit of anger, and it would crop up from time to time. And I think maybe 12 years ago, I got your book on anger. And um, so during our seven years of being together, we've been married uh, nearly, it'll be, excuse me, 10 years in January. Um, We would have many good times together, uh, but, but yet it would seem like, um, once a month, maybe once every six weeks, um, my my spirit of anger would would crop up, and something would would trigger, and I would kind of lash out at my wife, and and then we would. My wife was always so good about um, letting it go, at least. Um, uh, outwardly, but I think she kept on, um, um, she kept account, and finally, uh, she reached her, her breaking point, and, and a lot of it had to do with, I know quite a bit had to do with the year that, um, Sergey, her son, was living with us, and, um, um, how he, was somewhat difficult to manage, and mm-hmm. uh, so so 
fast forward, June, um, if you could if you could see and if the listeners could see how I have uh, and my wife is great with David. She loves him dearly, and how I have mm. poured into David's life, and um, uh, we we. Uh, on, on June 22nd, so it was about five weeks ago, I got my wife's permission. David and I went to went to Toronto because I'm in near Buffalo, New York, and uh, we went to see an apostle preach. And I I wanted uh, Apostle Catherine Crick to 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 pray for us, and um, we 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 walked into. I don't think my wife really wanted to know that. We were, maybe she was even angry that we were going to see this apostle. And um, during these two years that we have been separated, it's, um, I take David to church. Um, my wife works on Sundays, and so I, I feed into David's life um, um, as, as much as I can spiritually in the two days that I have been with him. Um, and we have a, a wonderful time uh, the three days in in Toronto and mm-hmm. and um, uh, maybe I can just move forward quickly just to say that um, uh, David wanted to wear he calls it I bought him a beautiful little Easter suit he calls it his business suit and mm-hmm. and he here it's very warm in Toronto but David says I he calls me Papa because that is really um, uh, the most the English variant uh, for father in Russian. It's either the mm. Russian variant Atet or the English variant Papa. So here in America, mostly Papa is for Grandpa, but it's always Papa for me. Yes. And David said, Papa, can I wear my business suit? I said, sure. And 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 Catherine uh, spoke about a uh, spirit of divorce. And um, uh, the long and the short of it, moving forward, is I I just felt in my spirit I. I, I repented right there in my heart. I started to weep, saying, "Lord, I I, I renounce um, my wrongdoings in this in this marriage. Um, please, please forgive me. Um, I know I have hurt my wife uh, a great deal, and I believe, Lord, I am the cause of her leaving me. Um, and even now, saying that it's finished." And I, I, I just wrote on a, uh, a notepad, I wrote, uh, uh, like my son was writing it, please pray that my mother and father don't divorce. And I gave this, I said, David, mm. I said, uh, uh, take this note up to Catherine. He says, Papa, he says, I'm nervous. I didn't want to. I, I'm nervous. I said, okay, I will be close to you. And I know that when Apostle Catherine would see this beautiful eight-year-old David Alexander in this little suit, mm. and she would just warm up to him, and she leaned over, and she took the note, and she read it, and, and then she gave me the microphone, and I renounced um, I renounced uh, the pain and the heartache and the sins that I've <laughs> anger mm-hmm. and what mm. I've caused for my family. And with David and I, we come home from Toronto, and the next day I get home from work, and I find a note from the sheriff. The sheriff will be to see me the next day, and the sheriff comes the next day. And my wife um, uh, put in place 
to the judge an order of protection in in June. Uh, mm. This is literally criminal what is being done to me, mm-hmm. even though I think my wife is not in the right place. I don't know. She she knows how much I love David, and she loves David, and, and how I take care of him. And yet, um, she's... Uh, has put together these false accusations against me to where the judge is giving her, gave her favor by believing her and writing this um, order of protection. And here I cannot have any contact with my son. And uh, three weeks ago when the the court came together, um, uh, I had no attorney and, the judge said, um, um, I will give you another five weeks, uh, Frank. I, I believe you really need to have an attorney. And I, I told the judge what happened with the last two attorneys. And I said, okay, uh, uh, I will not uh, defend. It's called the show of cause on all these points why my son was taken from me and why I cannot have any communication with my son or my wife. And um, so uh, I just said to the judge and my wife's attorney, and I, I she said, you can't say much because uh, you cannot defend yourself now if you're going to get a, a, another attorney. But I said, judge, I said, um, uh Adults have made a decision uh, for what is right for an eight-year-old boy who su- who may be suffering tremendously without his papa, and he we do not know what the heartache. Uh, he's not able to articulate the pain that he may be experiencing without his papa and not knowing why. And and my wife, I don't know how my wife can possibly tell him uh, the truth like as to why you can't see your papa yes but and by so the way I, just yeah just I know just, that you, but there this is now but and and it's painful but there will be t- a time when you can communicate the truth and i think you amen. you do need you do need an experienced attorney um, and I'm going to mention several things that um, because I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to understand what is her objective no matter what you're facing there's hope sometimes it's hard to believe that when we face challenges at home work in our family or maybe a private struggle it can be hard to see what God is doing The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. 
That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your support of the ministry here. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics that we bring up here on the program, just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'd be happy to recommend some of our resources for you. There are a number again, 800-488-HOPE, and we want to recommend uh, some of our resources to you as we're talking about various topics tonight. We have mentioned the topic of anger. We want to mention our keys for living called anger, facing the fire within. If that's a topic that piques your interest, you'd like to learn more about that, our keys for living will be helpful to you on that front. So the number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd prefer to email our customer support team, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Returning now to our conversation uh, with our caller tonight. Yes. Well, Frank, I'm hearing clearly this is hurting. This is hurting you and it is hurting others. Um, I understand that you wish it would be 100% accurate in most, um, I think most divorces, um, there are questions about accuracy, and that's um, just you just stay with the truth, no matter what. Um, don't be tempted to do anything except do what God will honor, and that is that you will not bear any false witness meaning you know don't don't color anything that is not uh 100% accurate um not that you're good not that you've done that at all but um i need to ask several things first of all is what is her objective is it to stay in the united states and have the boys with her or is it to go back to russia that's a poignant question june and because my wife is closed and meaning uh in speaking with me uh she she would not um divulge that information um is that uh maybe a a plan of hers um um 
her father's deceased, her mother's elderly. I know she misses her mother. Um, I'm a, I'm afraid to think that um, um, with this order of protection, um, where these allegations, some of them are 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 um, are actually lies. Um, is she doing this uh, so that? Uh, she would hope that I have um, no no custody, or you know, um, there would mm-hmm. not be joint custody. Um, and I I think that um, I, I know that at this point she she just wants to give up on the marriage, and and, and it's sad because I I know there's uh, so much um, uh, pain in her life that maybe she has not received healing from. Here she is at 48 years old. At at 26 years old, she has um, an illegitimate son uh, with a co-worker. Um, um, through the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, she, uh, um, she hears the gospel and she becomes a Christian. Um, she she walks away from her faith, um, and in her early 30s, she gets married. Um, it's and it doesn't share much with him, but I know it was abusive. It ended in a divorce in about one year, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, fast forward a few years, and then she meets me. Um, we marry, and now I'm thinking, uh, where? Love is a, a commitment, not an emotion. Are, you know, you have a, a divorce in, in Russia, and then you, you come to a, America, and you want a divorce. And um, But I believe that, um, as I know my wife, her, her motives were, um, were pure, uh-huh. and... Um, and um, I, I have caused uh, a lot of problems in the marriage with um, some issues of, of anger. Yes. But I, okay, then, well, let, let me ask a few more questions. Okay, you're not sure if she's wanting to go back to Russia, but if correct. that were the case, uh, and obviously the um, young son um, is your child, so yes. the you may need to get an um, international lawyer. Uh, there are, in other words, first, if, if everything was just totally in the United States, uh, to have a family law attorney. A family law attorney would know specifically from uh, New York. Uh, for example, typically you need to have what are the state laws like I, I live in Dallas, Texas. So yes. if, if um, you lived in Dallas, um, if you lived in Texas, then you would have a Texas lawyer who would be a family law um, attorney. And the reason to do that is to know what are accurate options for you. Um, and But now if we're talking about international, um, then... Uh, obviously, um, like there is a U.S. embassy 
there's their and consulates in Russia. There is uh, family-based immigration. There, there are certain areas of that, that are official uh, positions that people have to help with challenges. Um, and and I'm not saying I I know that that that's where you need to look, but usually they can address, they'd say, well, we don't do this here, like if you're going through a divorce, and what about the custody of your little boy? Um, you want to know, though, um, who would be uh, appropriate for you to talk with, and that, and I'm just thinking it could be there's an immigrant visa program, um, and I don't know where he is in that, because he was, I'm hearing he was born in Russia. Yeah, let me just uh, interject and say that David has dual citizenship, okay? So ah, he, okay. Yeah, which is um, uh, one of the only ways possible for, for an yes. American to... Uh, become a dual citizen of uh, the Russian Federation in the United States because, uh, you know, my wife's Russian. He was born in Russia, and we got his, I got his U.S. citizenship. I even got his Social Security number, all that, at the, at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. So um, David uh, holds dual citizenship. My wife is a U.S. citizen now. She became oh. a U.S. citizen a little over a year ago. So... Um, I, I, what I'm hearing from you, June, is, in, and I never heard of this before, but an international lawyer, um, are you saying even if I suspect that she may want to uh, take David and her steps, and, well, he's, he's nearly 21, so he can pretty much decide what he wants. I just, uh -huh. But uh, let's say to take David and go back to... Uh, go back to Russia, maybe uh, I, I think look it, into this it, you need to be aware. Yes. Yeah, I, you, know, you, you need to consider that as an option um, and to have someone reliable right now. You've got some time, um, even though uh, there's this breach of time, uh, but, but to, to, to find out who would be the, the logical person to represent you, which would, in essence, be also representing um, David, your, your young yes. son. Yes. And I, I know that um, there is a certain age at which they can ask a child, but it's typically teenagers that are asked, who do you want to be with? Who do you want to live with? And um, that, it, it, it can go either way, but the, the bottom line is uh, he is younger than that. And, and again, that would be according to state laws um, that as to if, if a child has the 
opportunity to say, I would like to be with Papa, or I would like to be, you know, with my mother. Um, the issue is, but you just need to know, you, it, so you're not caught off guard. And um, I, obviously, uh, having individuals who understand the international world will be uh, hugely helpful. There is a website called Dual Citizenship USA. Dual Citizenship yeah, USA. Okay. okay, and then it'd be Russia. It'd be USA and Russia. And you can Google search that. Um, I, I think it issue, the more you know, the more it will be helpful. Now I'm going to ask a very, I need a direct answer on this. Has there been an incident of either pushing, shoving, that which is considered domestic abuse, um, and but ever any force toward her, holding her down, pushing, or anything like that? Yeah, there was there was one issue, and that's even in the. Um, um, she wrote, um, and it is true that um, she said, you know, um, which is the truth. I never struck her. I never hit her. On, on yeah. one occasion, I was frustrated, and I, I picked her up, and I, I moved her from one chair to another. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so just, and, and I was frustrated. And, and, I, I picked her no, up, I, and I, I moved her. Um, but no, but, but, never, but see, I've you, never struck her, yeah. and... Um, but but um, Frank, so listen to me. Listen, the truth about that. Yeah. But listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Any force is considered domestic violence. It, it, I yeah. mean, I understand you did not hit her, no slashes no. or bruises. But that's it's still holding her down, uh, moving her. Um, so, but but I and I'm I'm understanding that that was one time. But no matter yeah. what. Um, this will be momentum for you to say, okay, God, I'm ready to do business on make sure that no, no matter what, in the rest of my life, I will have uh, anger under control. And uh, I know that's what you want. So, um, and, and in fact, I really hear your heart and I'm for you. Um, Thank you. And if you need us to talk again, we can do that. Um, would you would you feel that that would be beneficial to you? I, I absolutely uh, would, and I will go to this website and I will uh, search out um, some international attorney lawyer representation. And um, right. June, I, well, I'm holding out for a miracle because I love my wife, and I would love her to believe that. Uh, uh, God has set me free of this spirit of anger. I can. All right, we'll talk. We'll. We will send resources out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. 
To get in touch with the program, call us at 800-917. We have immediate availability in the next coming days. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.